With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. On a mountain, in a valley, I beheld only God. In hardship, I see him by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melt amidst the sparks of his flames. I behold only God. Good morning. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. The music playing behind you is a nails be still thy soul. And on the other line is Brian. Good morning, Brian, and welcome. Good morning, Ma. Good morning, listeners. We are here only to be truly helpful. We are here to represent the source that sent us. We do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because the source that is with us will direct us. We are content to be wherever the source is. We will be healed as we let the source teach us how to be healed. Oh, beautiful. Let's listen for a moment to be still my soul. I'm going to turn up the volume and let's breathe with it. Practicing long breaths and I encourage you to act as though you're breathing through your feet. Because as you do that, you elongate your breath. Pull that breath up through your body, through the top of your head, and open the top of your head and invite God in. Sharing your breath, joining your breath with God's breath. It's purified to come down and blow out all that does not serve you in your body. All the energy that does not serve you. I'm going to turn this a little louder.
Today's topic is letting go of the need for recognition. Praise is nice, but you don't need it. Interesting concept. It was a bit of a challenge for me because it made me wonder how much of what I do do I do with an expectation that I will be recognized for having done it or will be praised in some way for having done it or approved of for having done it. And when I'm not, I feel less than. So today's topic, again, letting go the need for recognition. Please feel comfortable to call in to 646-595-3584 to talk about this topic or any topic that's on your mind. Brian and I are here ready to listen and to share with you. Brian, what are your thoughts about this topic? Well, this topic is a fantastic topic, and it's actually one that touches many areas, and it touches many fundamental areas for us in our daily lives and our lives in general that is so profound and affects us so greatly. Because for so many of us, whether we recognize it or not, we tend to do what others want us to do. And if what we want to do for ourselves is too far out there and others don't approve, then we have a tendency to give in to other people and say, oh, yeah, maybe that was too far out there. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe that is crazy. And then we settle for what other people believe is appropriate and what other people think is best for us. And then we find ourselves being miserable and unhappy. And so this topic can also be said that we're speaking of honoring ourselves enough to do what we need to do for us and not giving in to the wishes of others because everyone has their opinion of what is the proper life, if you will, what is a successful life, and what is a happy life. Well, the first thing we need to recognize is that each and every one of us have a different function, if you will, a different purpose a different life to live. And so if someone's living a life of construction and and your inner passion is to be an artist, if you attempt to be a a work in construction, you're going to be unhappy (laughs) and sore and miserable your life, all your life. But if you let other people convince you that artistry, let's say, isn't a successful business, you're scraping by trying to get people to buy your art and whatnot, then you might give in to that and say, you know what, these people are right. They've, they already have it all figured out. And I'll just go ahead and follow what people say and get that waitressing job or whatever it is that people are telling us is more beneficial for us and we'll be happier doing because we'll be putting money in our pockets and, and clothing on our back and so on and so forth, which are important aspects of life. But when you're doing what you were meant to do, if you will, the joy will be there. And from the joy, everything else in your life will fall in alignment and you'll be living a, quote, successful life, whether that means you're making millions or it means you're making enough to live a comfortable life. You will be successful at it. And success to me is living a joy-filled life in each and every moment. That to me is what success really means because there are plenty of people out in the world that have millions upon billions of dollars and are unhappy, still looking for something, still searching 
for what will make them happy. And they think it's in getting that next deal and being at the top of the, of the, of the list of the most successful people in the world, but it's still not enough. And those, and achieving, trying to achieve things outside of yourself will always keep you busy in trying to achieve things outside of yourself. But once you achieve the inner peace and the inner joy, there's nothing more to be achieved, if you will. Everything that you do will be touched with the joy and the peace from within you. So there's only one place that you need to look toward. That's what's inside yourself for that satisfaction, if you will, for that success. And once you let go of all of the people's opinions telling you that you're doing the right thing or not and you're checking in with yourself and you're feeling for yourself if what you're doing is right, then you will become successful. And those people who doubt you now will one day see the success that you have achieved when you reach that point of peace and joy within inside yourself and then outside yourself whatever it is that you're doing whether it is construction or being an artist you'll be successful at it in what the world would call successful and that's where we need to have our focus is within letting go of, like you say of that recognition that you are doing the right thing and many times when we're doing the thing that we are meant to do with inside of ourselves, we're connecting with it, we're feeling with it, and we're going with it, we're going to get lots of ridicule because the world sees things in a box. You don't do certain things because they're going to be unsuccessful. You stay within this certain range, you do these certain things, take these proper steps, one after another after another, and you will be successful. But life is not one set way. Life is not set in the box and that's it. Life is infinite. And there are many, many ways, many ways it can look like, feel like, taste like, smell like, if you will, that you can experience life as and still be, quote, successful. And so we need to learn to break out of that box, break out sometimes of the, of the better opinions of others so that we can live for ourselves and experience life fully as we are meant to experience it. Absolutely, absolutely. Very well said and and so true. And I, I think the words uh, that you said so many times is that we often forget is perhaps uh, that it's what's inside of us. And Neil Donald Walsh says, if I don't go within, I go without and and there's so many implications to to those words i go without i i don't go with that inner peace and wisdom uh, i don't uh have the dynamic satisfaction in what i'm doing uh that is knowing that the job is well done irrespective of how others are responding and also I go without by being dependent upon other people's approval, which is many times few and far between. We all, I've recently uh, been in a circumstance where I've learned that a person uh, who I trust and who I trusted, perhaps I don't trust him quite as much today as I did, 
whom I have been very careful over the course of our business relationship to give him credit where credit was due. And I've just come to know that not only did he take the credit I gave him, he took credit for my ideas. So he didn't give credit for what I thought of doing. He allowed people to believe that these were his ideas. And what is interesting in that process is he's a bit tarnished the image of me and certainly has enhanced his own image. And and it leaves you back to, or I came to a place where I realized, well, am I doing this? because I want people to know it was my idea, or am I doing it because in my heart of hearts, I believe what I am suggesting and doing is is the thing that serves the most people. I often use union terms, even though I represent employers, and that is, is does it enable the greatest good for the greatest number? But needless to say, I I was saddened because a part of me was looking for that without. I I was okay within, I thought, but I also wanted the without stuff. I wanted to be recognized and approved and validated. And and so it it was a very interesting dynamic as I was facing this particular concept but what's really dynamic is this was the topic that Brian and I had for last weekend but I was in um, Bernie Falls, California and had very poor cell phone reception and, and one time I did the radio program from a hotel and it cost $100 <laughs> I didn't use my cell phone so I just wasn't quite willing to invest $100, and so we put this topic off till this week. But what's significant is I didn't learn about this person taking credit for my ideas until the week in between. And folks, there is no accident in God's world. Things happen as they're supposed to, and so many times when we don't go within when we don't look for that pulsing, vibrant part of ourselves that is connected always with love, with God, when we just kind of get caught in the hustle and the bustle of the world, that we ignore our intuitions, our instincts, our inner voices, giving us guidance, and we plunge forward looking for that approval from without, from outside us. And so this is such a dynamic topic because it, for me, it's dynamic because here's the topic and then suddenly I, I live the feeling. And and I I thought, oh my gosh, how amazing. How truly amazing. Brian, how about you? Have you ever ever found yourself in a situation where um, you were hoping for external approval from without? And how did you deal with it if it didn't come? 
when it didn't come, because everybody, my friends, has a time when they expected praise and it didn't come. And I have experienced that. And it's something I most certainly was experiencing when I was first was doing this radio show that I've been doing for the last two and, a month, and one month or so uh, amount of time that I was expecting uh, you know, to be praised by my parents and friends and, and whatnot. And, you know, I would I would get some, obviously. And there was some mm-hmm. that, like, especially for my parents that I didn't get. And, yeah, I, I experienced some, some disappointment. But I think I, I was, I don't know, I guess you could say diligent in my understanding of what this was all about and didn't let, let, allow that to deter me or to deflate me. And I just went on saying, I know that I'm doing what I need to do for me. And even still to this day, um, my my father did give me some praise uh, last week, um, but it was more like happy that I'm doing something that requires me to step out and do something, not so much on the subject matter in which I'm speaking. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. Because I don't need his approval as to whether he thinks that what I'm doing is the most beneficial thing that I can be doing for myself and for others. And I don't need him to um, be able to recognize that, or if he does recognize that, to um, let me know that he recognizes that. Because I do know within inside myself that I am doing what it is that I need to do. And that's what I want to, to come back to now is that withinness that we continue to talk about. What we need to recognize is that this source that is within us, that we speak about, is the only thing that is balanced, you could say, the only thing that is stable. And so when we give our attention, when we give, when we look outside of ourselves to others for praise and recognition, that we're looking for stability in that which is probably unstable themselves because they themselves are not connecting to the source of who they really are and experiencing their fullness and oneness. And the only place where we can ever experience stability at all points in time is within ourselves. Staying connected and staying grounded to that source will keep us stable in all of our lives, in every moment, in every experience. And to me, that's what true success is. So we need to recognize that it is up to us to look with inside of ourselves at all times that we can experience peace because peace is stable, that we can experience joy because joy is stable. And anytime we're looking outside of ourselves, we're looking at the unstable for stability. And so we can never find stability in that which is unstable. We can only find stability where stability exists. And that is with inside of ourselves. And as a side note, if you will, just to share with you, Mark, this is something that's coming to my mind, is in this situation, this person who is taking credit that doesn't belong to him, um, not to put him down or to lift you up by his failure, if you will, but whenever someone um, takes success that isn't theirs, takes recognition that isn't theirs, it will come back to haunt them and bite them, if you will. For instance, if you're in school and 
you're taking a math test and you and you cheat with a cheat sheet and you didn't do the math test yourself, everybody thinks you passed and you might believe you passed. But later on in life, when it comes time for you to actually stand up and do it on your own without being able to um, get a leg up from, by somebody else, they're going to fall in and uh, be unsuccessful, if you will, in that step. And so that's another, the reason I bring this up is because that's another thing we need to recognize is that if we do what other people want us to do because they want us to do it, we might be successful at it for some time, but we're going to eventually fail, if you will, because we're not going to find the satisfaction and joy that each and every one of us truly, truly wants. A lot of times we think that if we have enough money, we'll be happy. If we have enough money, we can do whatever we want, whenever we want. We'll finally have peace because we'll have freedom. But freedom and peace do not come from anything outside of yourself. There are plenty of people in third world countries experiencing inner peace and inner joy, and they have nothing to their name. Nothing to oh, their yes. name. Oh, yes. And they are... My grandma would say hallelujah. <laughs> yes. So peace and joy and freedom is not about having so much stuff that you can buy other people to do whatever you want. It's about experiencing for yourself in each and every moment that you are free to do whatever you want, whether you have a million dollars or one dollar in your pocket. Because guess what, people? This world is made up of 6.5 billion people. And when someone is going to sell you something and it costs a hundred dollars, that's their asking price. But that doesn't mean that they have to receive that one hundred dollars to give you that thing. There are many times when things are given to you for free, if you will. Maybe it was given to you because it was your birthday and someone gave you a gift card to somewhere. For instance, my girlfriend and I went to the movies yesterday. We saw a movie, we had a drink and popcorn, and it cost us 50 cents. And all that was because we had gotten free things from friends and from the movie theater themselves. There were always things where it should cost, that should have cost us about $30, or $35 yesterday, and we got it for 50 cents. You see, it is not always that you must pay every dime, if you will, for something. There are times when somebody likes you or wants to help you when they give you something. And this is the universe showing you that money isn't everything. Money is just one aspect of trade for something. But if you make someone feel good and you make someone smile, they might want to give you something in return. Here, I baked these cookies yesterday. Have some. Because they felt the joy because you helped them smile just by being yourself. There are many ways in which energy is transferred. Money is just one of them. But what we all truly, truly want in each and every moment is peace, joy, and freedom. And that is experience of not being locked in to other people's judgments and opinions of what's right for us. Choosing for ourselves, looking within inside of ourselves, and finding for ourselves what is for us and then going in that direction, no matter what others say. And as we start to do that, only then do we truly find the freedom that we all seek. Yes. Yes, that is so true. That is so true. In fact, I will tell you, um, 
in my time in my current job. In fact, maybe for a long time in my time, uh, no matter what successes uh, I have had, um, generally I think most of us learn more from our failures than I do, we do from our successes. And, you know, successes give you such a momentary feeling of glee, but they are exactly what we're talking about, that we shouldn't need that affirmation from outside. But I I did have something happen in the last two weeks that was so, so moving and meant more to me as a human being than anything, any paper I've written any newspaper article I've written, any speech I've written. And it was, I got a phone call, and this person said that they were, um, that a family member had died. And they had a precise number of letters, 27 letters, they could use on each on two different rows, so a total of 54 letters, but they want 27 per row. In the beginning, I thought they said 27 words, but it was 27 letters on each row. And they wanted to know if I would write something that could go on this person who had died, headstone forever. And as they're telling me, it was I'm crying a little bit as I'm telling this story because as they're talking to me, they um, they they start off by telling me all about this person, and I was so caught up in my official self that it took a while for me to catch on. Wait a minute, put down your pen and just listen with your being. And as I listened to this this angel who had walked on earth, I felt percolating up from within me that energy that says, this is what needs to be said. But I will be frank with you. I have never been more complimented in my entire life in my entire career as an attorney than to have someone call me, someone I work with, and ask me to write two lines that would go on someone's headstone. No more than 54 letters. That, to me, is really reflective of the word majesty. Because then I had self-respect. But I didn't, I was certainly respected by being requested. But the self-respect came from something much deeper inside of me. It came from this realization that maybe despite the hard positions I have to take at times, despite the difficult financial circumstance that the entire state of California finds itself in, but we're not alone. The rest of the country's state governments are in similar spots. And the hard choices that are being made 
and that I'm helping guide through, despite all of that negativity that could make me the pariah, that I was succeeding at the one thing in life I want to do more than anything else. And that was let people know I believe God loves them just the way they are. Just the way they are. And so as we put the the words to paper and you could feel the energy in the room fill up and the person could feel the energy of the words, they weren't words from me. I was simply used as a vessel of God. As my grandpa used to tell me, the healer, I was simply God's vessel. Putting onto paper, which ultimately will go onto stone for all time, forever. God's appreciation and value of this person. And so when we're talking about letting go of recognition, we're not talking about divorcing yourself from self-respect and personal recognition. And we're encouraging you, as Brian did so many times, to go within to determine what it is that is the driving mission in your life for you. So that as you strive forward every day, periodically changing roles, because we do, we all have so many roles, that there is a common thread, a beautiful, lustrous, golden thread moving through all of those activities. And that thread arises from your internal decision about who you are and what you value and what's important to show. It has nothing to do with what someone else tells you you should be. Instead, it comes from a recognition of who you are. And if you would say that back to yourself, it would be who I am. And if I can remind you, when God told in Exodus his name, he said, tell them you were sent by the great I am. And in the book of Job, when there's a discussion about why God is at all, he said, I am that I am. So in in imperfect human words, we have known for all time that we are all bits and pieces of God. And the challenge is to go within ourselves and find that lustrous peace that's there for everyone. And feel and live what that peace guides you to be and do. Being a constant reflection of who I am. I nearly cried in my law office state as it is 
doing that which meant more to me than anything I have ever written as a lawyer and having self-respect that despite what I do in my role as a lawyer, I am focused on who I am. And when I'm not, I remember who I am and I go back to being who I am. so that I don't hold myself, nor should you, to some artificial standard of perfection, demanding always to be affirmed and respected, but instead recognize that there are times when I do not know who I am. I don't recognize myself. But as Neil Donald Walsh says, You have to encounter who you are not. I have to encounter who I am not to know who I am. Brian, I'm going to... um, let you speak, and then after you speak, I'm going to do a very quick lead-in meditation for you and then have you do uh, one. Is that acceptable to you? And would you like to speak now or wait until your meditation? No, actually, I'd I'd love to speak now um, because it's actually a wonderful lead-in to a meditation because what it is I want to say is that the shift that we're talking about where we give our attention to, instead of giving our attention to the recognition and acceptance of others, we give our attention to the feeling within inside of ourselves. Each and every one of us has done something that we knew we just felt we needed to do. And when we did it, we felt within inside of ourselves the appropriateness of the actions that we partook in in that moment. Each and every one of us has felt that. And this is the space, this is the experience that both Mara and I are sharing with you now this morning where we need to give our attention and focus to in each and every moment to feel the joy, the peace, the freedom, and the success of life. And so that's a perfect lead-in for meditation now as we go within for the feeling of this moment, of this experience and of the appropriateness of being right here and right now. Exactly. And I'm going to play a piece of music that has words in it. And I customarily shy away from this song, but it's going to be faint in the background, but your mind is able to grasp multiple sounds around you, and you block some out and you pull some in and what's perfect about this piece of music sky scent it's part of the of the refiring of the grid of reminding us of who we are and it is a perfect intonation for every human being every human being who allows themselves to feel the intonation 
of this music, forgetting the words, although the words are lovely, just the intonation begins coming in sync with love, with God. And so we're going to use sky scent and playing it softly. I hope softly enough. If not, I'll turn it off and I'll do mine with none. And so I'd like you to get comfortable, please. And I'd like you to have your feet flat on the ground, please. And I know some of you meditate laying down, but for now, indulge me. Just sit up and put your feet on the ground. And pull your energy up through the front of your calves, across the front of your thighs, merging together across your buttocks, and now you're at your chakra, your divining rod. And I want you to pull in a deep, deep breath, lining up your chakras and letting go of your fear that you hold in your base chakra as you pull up, cleanse your base chakra with your deep, clear breath. Pull up, cleanse your solar plexus your sacral chakra. Cleanse your heart so that as you breathe, your breath comes up through your body and it's going to rest in your throat, your voice chakra, where you talk about yourself and others. And I want you to cleanse and forget the words. You've spoken to others to disappear in the ether and pull your breath up, up to your third eye, the zone of meditation, the zone of manifestation. These are places and zones that are not new to us, they have been known for all time. This is not new age with. For those who are Christian, Jesus spoke about the third eye in the Bible. For those who are Jews, God has always invited you to join him and come within. For those who are Muslims, we remember that in the beginning, I was
second, reach out and take the hand of your neighbor's God. So that we sit in a circle. Human God. Human God. And I want you to observe the circle to begin popping with the love and energy. We are passing between each other. Feel the energy of love coming on you with the left hand immersing your that on as though you're passing an electric wave through your right hand. Feel the energy flow. Feel the energy flow. And now I want you to take your eyes and cast them down. Open or closed is your choice, but cast them down. I want you to cast them down into yourself. Looking down and breathing, focusing on your breath. You see it? You see the glistening jewel that is within you? your recognition. Hold it with your gaze. And now invite it to guide you. Invite it to blossom within you. doing that, begin fashioning a drum in your mind, your music only played from your eyes are downcast on your jewel drum begins playing the song of your life. Ignore the responses you think others may have. This music isn't made for an auditorium. It isn't made for a family This music is for your ears only. Feel the jewel within you begin to light up that responds to the music of your life. Feel the power enhancing as it moves left to right and right to left. Here 
be all you can be. And the memory of that is stored in the gem in each of you. Let us continue with this feeling of peace and harmony that we are connecting with, with inside of ourselves, as we continue to share ideas and concepts that speak of the truth. And let me share these words with you. And remember these words as we go through this time in the remainder of the show. And remember these words as we continue through our lives on a daily basis. Remember that the words that I speak now and the way that they are coming out 
is not as important as the place, as the experience that they are pointing to. As we feel the vibration, as we feel the energy, and as we experience a greater knowingness of who we really are, which these words point towards, from that experience, from that place, our lives are profoundly and fundamentally changed for the better. For the more peaceful, the more joyful, and the more harmonious. So let us now be in harmony, be at peace, and experience the joy of this moment as I share with you ideas and concepts that point to your true self, which is within you. And to be able to join with this space within inside yourself. The only one thing that you need to do is to let go. Let go. Let go. Let go of your expectations as to what this is going to be experienced like. Let go of any agendas as to what you want to experience. And just open yourself up fully now to this space within you. And why is it that this is the only thing you need to do to experience the peace and the joy of who you really are? This is because who you really are is perfect, whole and complete. And to come back to your perfection, to your wholeness, and to your completeness, which is the very foundation of who you really are. All you have to do is stop attempting to make something else for yourself. I've shared this idea and concept with you many times before. If you were a cat, and you were attempting to be a dog. You might be able to emulate a dog rather well and be rather successful at it. But in the foundation of who you really are, being a cat, you would never find true satisfaction, peace, or joy in being a dog. You might find some satisfaction in somehow being able to be something that you're not. But that satisfaction 
will only be temporary. Letting go, relaxing, and coming back to the foundation of who you really are, which is peace, love, and joy. You find yourself letting go of that which distracts you, that which holds you back from the fundamental truth of who you really are. And you find yourself easily and effortlessly by simply letting go of what you're not and coming back into fully who you really are. So I ask you now to join me in letting go and opening up to yourself in this space right here and right now. I encourage you to close your eyes and to begin to breathe slowly and deeply, naturally, easily, and effortlessly. Do not force yourself to do anything in particular, to breathe in any particular pattern. Just allow yourself to breathe naturally. Let it flow. And allow yourself to simply pay attention to and experience fully your breath and the energy within you. Just notice and experience. Don't judge it, and don't try to control it. Just be with it now, in this space. And familiarize yourself once again with your foundation, with who you really are. Let it be you in this space now. Let you be you in this space now. Putting aside everything else. Every attempt to control any aspect of your life. Letting go fully into this space. And feeling for yourself the truth who you really are. Let go. Let go. Let go. And allow yourself to be free. Free from the thoughts. Free from the emotions that cause you to react and respond in a less than peaceful way. Let these things go and choose for your peace now 
in letting these things go. And know for yourself that right where you are is perfect. That right where you are is the only place you need be. And right where you are is the only place that you ever can be in any moment. Recognizing that, acknowledging that, and accepting that will bring you peace, joy, and freedom in each and every moment. And it is only in recognizing and accepting this that you can ever attain the experience of who you really are. Because the moment you recognize that right where you are is perfect, because it is where you are and because where you are is always perfect you could then consciously choose to connect with the experience of perfection within you in that very moment that is the choice that we have in each and every moment. And as we begin to choose for it, more and more and more, we find for ourselves the experience, more peace, more love, and more joy. as you are in this space now allow yourself to simply soak it all up soak it all in choosing to be open and receptive to this energy to this experience and know that this space is the energy of who you really are. That was beautiful, Brian. Thank you so much. Namaste to you and to our listeners. Remember that on a mountain in a valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see him by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melted. Amidst the sparks of her flame, I behold only God. Brian, thank you so much for joining me and joining our listeners this week. And Brian? Thank you, Mara. Thank you, listeners. And remember in that quote that Mara just shared with us once again, God is everywhere. And as you look for it and let it be, 
you shall experience. Namaste. Thank you, Brian. Until next week, have a peaceful week. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. Until Namaste. Next week. Namaste. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.